week and 6am to 12.30pm on Saturdays. The average wage for a weaver in north-east Lancashire in 1908 was between 23 shillings and eightpence and 24 shillings a week, pound eighteen to pound twenty in today's currency. They were expected to run several looms at the same time, changing the weft in the shuttles, looking out for flaws in the cloth and so on. Weaving sheds were incredibly noisy and at times dangerous places. George's first job in 1901, aged 14, was as an office boy in a mill. He stayed there for ten years. It was not a hard physical job like weaving, the job his ancestors had done for more than a century. George wasn't the only one of the Hayworth children to seek out professional employment away from the loom. His sister May sought to better herself by becoming a schoolmistress, and his brother Herbert became a postman, before he was killed in action in 1916, aged just 25. Only George's youngest brother James kept up the family tradition and became a tenter, an assistant to a weaver. George's infant sister Sarah died aged two. In 1911, George moved south, securing an apprenticeship as a draper's assistant for Herbert James Hines in Luton, Bedfordshire. At the time, Luton had a thriving hat industry, and was recognised as the centre of ladies' hat production in the country. Hayworth's department store was later known for its bespoke millinery department, a service which distinguished the store from its rivals. Perhaps it was George's early experiences in Luton which led to this unique feature in his own store. It is not known exactly when George moved to Cambridge, but the town, it did not become a city until 1951, was enjoying tremendous growth and prosperity as its boundaries expanded to take in more land from outlying areas. The ambitious young man may have been attracted by the business opportunities the booming town offered at that time. In her book, Drapery Stores, Claire Massett describes the first half of the 20th century as the golden age of the department store, which is attributed to developments in window dressing advertising and retailing, combined with rapid changes in fashion, the emergence of new products and an ever-increasing spending power. We can imagine George Hayworth avidly following all this exciting news and making his own plans. He was a fast worker. By 1914, he was running a thriving business in Burley Street, Cambridge. It spanned three premises at numbers 8, 9 and 10 at the East Road end of the street. G.A. Hayworth & Co. milliners, ladies' complete outfitters, drapers, and a provider of specialist baby wear, was boldly painted across the top of the premises. Once George had settled in at Burley Street, the time was right to marry his sweetheart from back home, Elizabeth Ann Ashworth. Elizabeth was one of six children, and her family also had a cotton-weaving background. Her father, Richard Ashworth, was a worsted weaver, and his father before him was a calico printer. They were married on the 1st of June 1914 and lived above their store in Burley Street. Like the more famous Mr Selfridge, George was a prolific advertiser and promoter of his store. The Cambridge Chronicle and University Journal, for example, published 11 photographs of his well-stocked premises in the broadsheet newspaper. All departments abloom with new things, the advertisement read. Everything new in ladies' and children's wear and home requirements. 
Astonishingly, one caption boasted that their millinery department now displays over a thousand exclusive new hats, trimmed, semi-trimmed and untrimmed. A year after George and Elizabeth married, their son, Herbert George, was born on the 2nd of August 1915. While the nation's young men were signing up to support the Great War, business continued pretty much as usual for the new shopkeeper. George Hayworth does not seem to have had an active role in World War I. His war records show that he enlisted in 1917 when he was 29 years and 10 months. He was described as a very capable driver and very reliable man with a clean conduct sheet. His military history sheet seems quite bare and does not show that he went to the front. After 14 years of trading in Burley Street, George Hayworth made a decision which transformed the future success.